Hello everyone, I'm Hattie, I'm Allie, and I'm Maeve, and you're listening to Cobcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Crystal M. Lechner and how she was discovered dead, dismembered, wrapped in plastic, and shoved in a wall. Okay, so our case really starts on July 7th, 1995, when Montel Reed was born. So, we don't really have much information available to us about his upbringing, his family, or his childhood, but we do know that it seems he either was raised in Pittsburgh or he ended up in the local Pittsburgh area somehow. I don't love to assume things, but I mean, something had to have happened or gone down in his childhood. When you guys hear the details of this case, you will know exactly what I mean. Violence makes violence. What happened at home or school is so unknown, but I'm sure it lit anger in him, and it's, it's really not hard to assume that the only way he could communicate was probably through physicality and violence. It is in no way to justify his actions either, because we have to see the whole picture, especially in cases like these. It's just so, so important. We do know that he went to Carrick High School, which if you live in Pittsburgh, you know is our first red flag. Oh, don't get me started on Carrick. <laughs> it's the school where like all the fight videos happen yeah and, like everyone who just like you think wouldn't like make it they just go it's like stereotypical right yeah. oh yeah um i do have their graduation rates um their graduation rate is like 78 percent, which is like below the state medium really yeah what is like like with the other kind of like i would say quote normal schools in pittsburgh what do those graduation rates look like um well, like, some of the most sought-after schools are, like, Kappa and SciTech. Yeah. Um, Kappa's graduation rate is 98%. Oh, my um, God. Which, like, is really high, right? And so different. Like, so different. And SciTech is around the same as well. Oh, my God. And then we have DICE, which... Um, <laughs> it's, it's, like, a small... It's, like, um, it's, less... Well, it's pretty bad. It's, right, but their graduation rate is 87. Yeah. Which... It was, I would say it's a more... It's a more, um normal high school yeah right i would say like, it's very right. stereotypical like you see it in a movie kind of high school right but no like you if you hear carrick you're like oh yeah big you, you just you just know <laughs> and it, like admittedly saying that it's it, it's just privilege because like you know the school to prison pipeline is anything but fake right and the way that these kids are formed like in these environments of violence and prejudice it just has this huge impact on their education and like how they operate and where they end up and what their future holds and who knows what happened to Montel in his past. Maybe maybe everything we just talked about, or maybe nothing, but you really have to look at it from all sides. So to bring it back to Montel and this never-ending series of like, oh my gods, this really is all we know about his childhood. We can't tell you if he hits the markers of the three red flags, which are the killing of animals, wetting the bed, and setting fires. And on the topic, if your kid is doing these things, run far, far away. Yeah, so if you didn't know this is something that we see in like a lot of like true crime and stuff is that this trifecta is like the big warning signs for like somebody who's going to become a serial killer uh or who's like a psychopath or sociopath so we see this in like jeffrey dahmer ted bundy son of sam like all of those really big cases the notorious killers yeah yeah, like the notorious cases we see this so often yeah 
Moving forward on our timeline, let's get into the juice. So he began dating a woman before Crystal Lechner. This was the woman right before he met Crystal Lechner. And for the sake of her confidentiality, we'll call her Jane Doe. So starting off, well, <laughs> I would say strong, but that's the wrong word. Montel was physically and verbally abusive towards Jane. It's not clear the degree that this went to, but we know for sure he did hit her. On social media, he really frequently posted seemingly threatening things like, quote, find out where you're grave at and come and piss on you, end quote. Sorry, I'm, you should see my face right now. Jane filed a restraining order in early 2020, pointing to why he would post those angry messages on Facebook. This will not be the only time he displays this kind of manipulative and quite obviously abusive behaviors. There's this pattern with people like Montel, kind of stuff to look for. S stuff like isolation from family, threats on social media, and even finding their ways into friend groups that surround their victim to try and abuse them further even after their victims, quote, escaped. But Jane Doe can only escape so far because they have a son together named, ready for this, Montel Reed Jr. Oh. I know. Wow. Once, like, we get more into, like, the details of this case, like, you'll understand, like, I feel so bad for this kid. It's gonna follow him for it's the rest of his life. It's gonna follow him for the rest of his life. I mean, I get it, like, wanting to name your child or something. Like, my mom and I share the same middle name. Right. Right? And... It's a uh, middle name, though. It's, it's a different. middle name. And, like, my dad shares the same first name as his dad. Yeah. But it's, like, it's, it's more like, well, he goes, like, go... He, they have nicknames and whatnot. But right. it's, like... To have your child named word for word, like your name, and then for you to go and do this. Yeah. Oh. And to our listeners, you're gonna find out very, very soon what happened, but just know that if you're Montel Reed Jr., we're so sorry. And and we're here for you. And and if you are like a Montel Reed Jr., we're also here for you. I mm -hmm. I can't even imagine. Yeah, because like any time that this kid goes in like for a job interview right. because say like he's i think he's two right now yeah, right he's two and so when he's older he's gonna one have to deal with like people who've heard of this case yeah. and two he's gonna have to like if somebody googles his name like this is gonna come up yeah it's just gonna follow him everywhere he goes so, Montel was never really interested in seeing his kid, and according to an interview done with Jane Doe's family, with this protection order in place, he honestly stopped bothering Jane and Montel Jr. until around two weeks before Crystal's murder, but we'll get into that later. The order was definitely fuel for Jane Doe to avoid Montel, but Jane Doe's family was active in trying to separate the two. In an interview, Jane Doe's sister recalled what she said to Jane, quote, he will kill you end quote which i mean that push from family is enough for most people and the question is why didn't crystal's family do the same there's no record anywhere of her family trying to help or get her out is it wrong to judge or blame them i mean you see the difference in how crystal ended up versus jane 
and there's actually this comment on a one of Crystal's Facebook posts. It was um it was more recent. It was after like this whole case after Montel was arrested, and it says so sad, a shame she had not one friend or person in her life who even noticed her not around anymore. R.I.P. Which mean, there's <clears throat> obviously connection, right? Like, yeah. I wonder if um like her family not wanting to reach out or like maybe she separated herself from her family because Montel did that right because that's what he was trying to do with Jane Doe yeah Mm -hmm. and it's not uncommon in relationships like this no not abusive yeah exactly so I'm gonna be real with you though this podcast is not about Jane Doe it is about Crystal say her name Crystal M. Lechner Crystal was born April 9th, 1983, making her eight years older than Montel. She was in the 2001 graduating class at Port Allegheny High School, which is located in the outskirts of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Crystal was described by family as a, quote, loving and kind-hearted soul, end quote. The family admitted she had problems, but literally, who doesn't? The family admitted she had problems, but literally, who doesn't? She faced charges for marijuana possession, drug paraphernalia, and other petty misdemeanors and crimes like that, but it honestly doesn't matter. She is the victim in this case. A victim of what? You'll find out soon. We can't just have you leave in the first five minutes. Come on now. So let's get into the actual crime. That's why you're here. So let's do it. On May 3rd, 2021, Crystal... Um, you should use her full name for this. Crystal M. Lechner changed her relationship status on Facebook to, quote, in a relationship, and again changed it to in a relationship on June 9th, 2021. From this, you can kind of speculate the nature of their relationship, the on-again, off-again kind of vibe, something very common in abusive and damaging relationships. And something to note as well is that in response to a comment on her Facebook asking how she was, she responded saying, quote, I've been better, doing okay though end quote, on June 10th, just one day after changing her status to in a relationship. Oh. Which, like, when you've just started a relationship, or in this case, gotten back with somebody, like, you sh- really should still be in, like, that honeymoon phase where right. you're like, this yeah. is amazing, like, loving life, like, we're so happy together, like, right. this is my, like, my person, like, right. usually you would be like that, and so it... I think it does show that, like, it it really wasn't the healthiest Mm-mm. relationship. And maybe it was more one-sided than, yeah. than two. Yeah, I, I think that at least that time that they got back together, that that, I think that that was probably, like, it, it was more Montel's thing than yeah. hers. And her Facebook account really says a lot about their relationship and kind of what we're talking about. And there's this very eerie picture on Crystal's account of Montel with Crystal's dog where he's holding the dog around the neck and is looking directly into the camera. And we'll post that on our website so our viewers can visualize this kind of as we tell a story. Um, So looking at Montel's Facebook, um, there's quite a few interesting posts, um, to say the least. Um, one of them is, and I love taking narcotics, dot dot dot, I'm not a good remodel, but we can all just assume that he meant role model from this one. Another one is having a thrill off these, and then it's the two pills emojis, I can OD any day, which is just terrible, it's terrible. and sad. I feel ugh. like it, these just, these two just show their, his mental state. This next one says, quote, 
Kill my family, I ain't even gonna be to the funeral, I'm sliding all, and then he has the 100 emoji, two guns, and the sleep emoji. Get ready that long night's sleep. I would say sweet dreams, but there ain't nothing sweet by hell, end quote. The next one is, says, quote, white girl won't let me see my kid, end quote, which we can obviously speculate that this is referring yeah. to Jane Doe yes. since... There were training orders in place, and, right, and she has his kid. kid yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one says, quote, sometimes I feel like I can't die because I was never alive. And this was posted on January 3rd, which was about a week after the event we were discussing today, and just three days before his arrest. So, wow. I know, I know, and this case is just like, I, I can't, I, like, part of me just cannot believe that, like, so you can look at these posts and be like, oh yeah, he's fine. I'm just gonna let it slide. Like, I'm not gonna be concerned. Right, but even then, like, he was obviously using right. something. And, like, what are you supposed to do? Because we know this cycle with being an addict and being addicted right. to drugs. Like, it's a it's a disease. Like, it, you can't just be like, stop doing it. And then, and then it's gone. Bada bing, bada oh boom. Stop hurting. <laughs> oh, thanks. Wait. healed. Ugh. Okay, so leading up to these events, Montel had shown some behavior he thought would be gone by now, but no. And honestly, domestic violence never goes away. And to our listeners, if it is happening to you at home, in public, wherever, tell someone and get out. As our favorite podcasters like to say, quote, be weird, be rude, stay alive. But if anybody needs the resources to any, like, we have domestic violence, like suicide, like sexual assault, like we have all, like, the information for, like, the hotlines, we have, like, a place where you can find a women's shelter so yeah. if any of our listeners need any of that information it's all on our website and if anyone questions you you're just looking at a crime podcast you're just on a website it's nothing yeah nothing right crazy. And don't be afraid to reach out absolutely we have our emails linked down below if that is another way you'd like to reach out reach out we at Cobcast are here for you so back to the case he had montel been arrested four times for assault against crystal one account saying, and this gets graphic, he choked her by the neck and threw her to the ground. Okay. And if you could see Allie and Hattie's face right now, I just, there's there's no word. So I feel like we see this in so many cases where domestic violence turns into, like, a murder case. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that the most, like one of like the bigger ones and this is also a more recent one is the gabby petito case where the Ooh. cops were called like re like pretty recently yeah because of a domestic dispute days. it was yeah, days, days before they were in the van on their way and yeah. there's i'm body sure cam. yeah i'm sure all of our listeners have seen the footage of the body cam and how she's crying and she's like she you can kind of just tell that she she's she wants that help but she's just She's just so afraid, and how our legal yeah. system just fails. Don't get me started on our legal system. Ugh. It's awful, but we see this so often, and it really, like, I I mean, I personally feel like that the police really fail these women. because oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, they are there, they're seeing this, and they're not protecting. Or serving. Or serving. <laughs> Where is the protect and the serve? The crime that led to the discovery of Crystal's body was on New Year's Day, a Saturday. Montel began by posting on Craigslist that he was selling a PS5. 
Obviously someone bit, seeing as this is an extremely sought after console. So the man arrived, his name, Devon Jeffries. Devon was told to meet Montel at the converted garage behind the house where Crystal was murdered days before. The man sat on the couch as instructed by Montel. And while Montel went and quote, grabbed the PS5, the man then described that he felt a sharp pain in his neck realizing Montel had stabbed him in the neck in an attempt to rob him. Oh my gosh. The knife Montel used broke off, so the man was left able to defend himself. He then pulled out his own knife and stabbed Montel in self-defense. He was able to escape and call the police. So Montel had um, been, not detained, but the police said, you have an outstanding warrant on you, like you need to show up. Right. to the station like in a few days so montel's sister drove him the following thursday to clear him of an outstanding warrant in custody montel confessed to the killing of crystal lechner so the question is what happened to crystal and when wait they didn't get him for the murder like no. he was just there for an outstanding warrant and yeah. then he was like oh actually i murdered someone yeah haha hate to break it to you but uh there's a dead body in my shed so <laughs> I just, like, don't understand. Like, I feel like that it kind of shows that he didn't completely have a plan. Yeah. Because, like, obviously if you're trying to get away with murder, mm-hmm. if you're at the police station for a different thing... You're not going to admit to you're murdering not someone. Right. Oh, hey, what's up? Like, here for my warning. <laughs> By the way, I killed someone. Like Right, like, he's not, it shows he's not one of those organized killers like Ted Bundy or the Golden State Killer where he had something just set in place and he knew exactly what he was going to do and i mean granted it shows because he only killed one person granted it's a, it's one human yeah that we know of no but no. really obviously we can't just say that one person because it is a human life and it's terrible but in the grand scheme of being a murderer he isn't not he isn't not an organized killer let's hit the rewind button on our timeline so um just to <laughs> just to rewind Um, and we're not making a joke of this case. We all cope with humor. And I will tell you when I first heard of this case and when we first were doing the research, just, there was just dead, there was just dead silence in the room. Like there was no, because you can't make a joke out of this case. We just, we truly don't know how to talk about it without throwing a giggle or a laugh in because it is so horrifying. It's a very heavy topic. Yeah, we all read it. Like, this is my fifth time reading over this case, and even some of the details, I'm still like, even though I've heard this like five, six times now, I'm still like, oh my goodness. Literally. And, yeah. So, okay. Montel Reed was released from jail on December 17th after being detained for a domestic abuse charge. Ten days later, he murdered Crystal. Ten days. And if this isn't a representation of the just of just the pure fucking failure of our legal system, I don't know what is. On December 27th, those 10 days later, he repeatedly stabbed Crystal in the neck, dismembered her body, wrapped her in saran wrap, and put her in the wall of his garage. He then proceeded to tell the police he thought the body would be discovered after he stabbed that man on New Year's Day. So he removed her from the wall and shoved her now decomposing corpse into a suitcase to hopefully hide her body for longer. I just, I don't, what? So 
You went to Costco. You got yourself some Kirkland brand saran wrap. You came back and you thought, hmm, what else can I do to make myself a terrible person? Like literally the only good thing to come out of this man was his son. Because I've personally met this son. He's a wonderful little lad and he's precious and he doesn't deserve him. No, it's just the fact that he thought he was going to get caught after that stabbing. Right. And he didn't. Right. And he didn't. Like, and who knows, like, if he hadn't said something or confessed, like, would, would she have been found right, ever? Right. Oh, okay, so we know in these domestic abuse situations, abusers slowly isolate their victims from their family. We talked about this before. So when Crystal didn't respond for the next few days, nobody really batted an eye. Did anyone reach out? Not that, not that we found. Yeah. Like, and we did extensive research on this case. And she wasn't, like, at least from what we've seen, like, she wasn't even reported missing. And she was, yeah, like, she was hadn't contacted anyone for a while because there was a decent chunk of time yeah. where she was already dead. And, and no one knew. And no one knew. Yeah. And so that... It does really make me wonder, like, what her relationships were like yeah. with her family. And clearly from that Facebook comment that we had talked about earlier, like, right. she wasn't really close with people anymore. Right, and this but, just brings it back to why the hell did her family not help? Of course, we aren't trying to point fingers, but it's really hard not to. She was chopped up, wrapped up, and put in a suitcase, and no one knew. Right, but it's not her family's fault. Right. Yeah, of course obviously. Not. We're just wondering why they didn't reach out. We're right. not trying to like be like, oh my gosh, you're the reason she's dead. Right, right. Absolutely not. The and reason that she said is Montel. Yeah, exactly. And Montel is still refusing to talk to police after his confession. He swore he would only talk to Jane Doe and no one else. And this is just him further having the power to manipulate her into talking to him. And I think we mentioned this earlier, but two weeks before Crystal was murdered... Montel began insisting he see Jane and his son, repeatedly telling her how he ruined his life, how he's gotten shot for her, stabbed for her, and how she was the reason he was so messed up. It really creeps me out that, like, he was trying to see, like, Jane and his son, Montel Jr. Yeah. And, because that really makes me wonder, like, were they supposed to be, like... The one? Were they supposed to be his victims, too? Like, yeah. was he gonna... Ki- kill them and Crystal? Was yeah. he originally just going to kill Jane? And was he going to kill Montel Jr.? Like, right. And it's so difficult because, like, you know, obviously talking about this is speculation, but you can look around, you can look in the true crime world and just see how these people are... He's a disorganized criminal. He is clearly angry and upset and something is not right. There's not there's a screw missing where, where this isn't an impossible kind of leap for us to make and and i'm sure some of our listeners are probably like what in the world are these girls talking about like you're just speculating but i mean it's something very real yeah and i mean who's to say it couldn't have been jane and her little baby being the one in that suitcase and so to bring it back to just this overall case now there isn't much left he hasn't been convicted with anything and he isn't getting out on bail And there's no really further leads. He is in custody and has three charges against him. So one is the abusive corpse. So that's kind of him chopping her up and moving her around. Um, First degree murder, obviously killing her and tampering with evidence. Again, moving her around and stuff like that. But Crystal's still dead. And Montel Jr. 
has no dad and two families are absolutely just torn apart so what do you think what is there to even think about that's the question and we at Copcast urge you to just be cautious and stay aware and get out if you really can and yeah I mean that's that's all for today and if we have updates you'll be the first to know see y'all later peace and love <laughs>